Feeling good, Todd? Welcome back to the Trading Places Minute. This is the show Welcome where we back. discuss the film Trading Places one minute at a time, no matter how long it takes us. I am Tom Taylor, and I am joined, as always, by our good friend, Mike DiMaria. Hello, Mike. Hello. Welcome back. Welcome back. And welcome back to you, Dan Lewis. Hello. How you doing, boys? Do we want to lean into how long it's been taking us to get each of these episodes done? Or I don't think yeah. so. I think no, we'll surprise you guys to know when the last time we recorded was. But it's le- unless it's going to reveal itself somehow yeah, in it the... In, when yeah. you look into it, and then, then we have to address it, I would say skip it. So okay. we should be talking about it right now. Everybody we shouldn't even, we're recorded we're these in this quick out. succession in real time as we were watching. Yeah, because we're on fire. We can't stop talking about trading places, and we love it. Uh, to the point that we're going to talk about minute 12 today, which begins with Mortimer politely letting Ezra know that he's responsible for half of that $5 bonus. And then Lewis strolls in, chats breezily and pointedly with some of his colleagues. And then Randolph and Mortimer uh, start to uh, sign the month's payroll. And it ends with uh, Lewis saying, and no forgetting to sign the big ones. Right. I have a fair amount to say about this minute. And I like this minute. We're starting to get good. Yeah, yeah, we're getting into it. I was noticing when, so, um, what's his, now I've already forgotten his name, the guy that, the the waiter. Ezra. Ezra. <laughs> when Ezra's, uh, first of all, every person that working there is black. Like, all the waiters are black. So they <laughs> yep. made this move. And then everybody in the fucking, uh, everybody in that lounge is like, is like a caricature of a rich old white guy. I noticed there's yeah. one point where he walks past and the, the camera tracks with him past the Christmas tree. Because mm-hmm. remember, this is a Christmas movie. The camera passes by the Christmas tree and you see three guys in a row. And I noticed the first one on the left looks like Kaiser Wilhelm. The one in the middle <laughs> looks like an older Ted Turner. And the one on the right looks like Milton Friedman. Oh my God. So it's, it's, it's go. like you got the Perfect. whole, it's, you almost have a Mount Rushmore. Of, yeah. Uh, you need like you know, a JP like, Morgan and, you know, uh, the, so when Monty Burns, and Monty you know, Burns, you've yeah. got everybody, yeah. So when he <laughs> goes over, and then uh, you know, so but actually, what I was going to say was Ezra uh, does that thing where he mouths a kind of like, uh, fact, like I don't know what he says, right? He says, right, like, right. Uh, I think he says thank you, like sarcastic. Whatever he says, yeah, it's like this little this little moment that they captured of like attitude versus there's no actually you can't. This happens more with these older movies. I feel like the. Um, it seems like the you shave your ass is kind of similar. There's little <laughs> moments that they didn't bother even making clear. I feel like movies now aren't going to be made where there's a moment where you're like, what did that guy say? Well, and then for 20 right. years, you're going to be going, what did that guy say? Well, it's also yeah. the it's showing the peons, the untouchable peons. When the when the upper crust is looking the other way, they give them a, you know, a sarcasm. Right, right. Yeah, you kind of don't need, yeah, you don't have to know what, you shave your ass means you don't have to know what Ezra mouths right there. You just know that they're, you know, behind the, behind their backs, they are giving them the middle finger basically. Yeah. It's Although I, I, you shave your ass is pretty full frontal. It's, it's, it's right in the guy's face, but you shave um, your ass, but, it's but that doesn't like, fit into anything that we're talking about, Tom. What? That does nothing. That, that doesn't fit into this. What we're saying Dan is Dan brought these, up, you in, shave your ass. But when no, you, but what are you but, saying, Mike? But I'm saying is that these are when there's, there's a, there's a, a hierarchy yeah, and then the the servants say something when the other when the hierarchy is not looking. Right. So there's two things going on. There's That's that not, what you just yeah. described, and there is the oh, I see what you're saying. Undescribable, like, what did they say? Yeah. like not fully understood. Mm-hmm. Fu that somebody gives to somebody else. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's which, like an uh, offhanded comment, which is kind of like the it's like the movie equivalent of the student quickly saying something while the teacher's back is turned, and they're like, mm-hmm. "What'd you say?" And it's almost doing that with the audience, <clears throat> sort of just yeah. like doesn't matter what it, the guy said. Yeah, and you right. shave your ass. They're like, "Let's leave it in, even though you can't tell what she's saying," <laughs> and it also doesn't make sense. But let's leave it in because you know it's like a funny, "Hey, you shave your ass." Yeah. I um I actually wanted to find I've never known what Ezra mouths there, and I looked it up and IMDb has it as asshole, which I do not think is correct at all. You can see him. Yeah, I, I want to just say it might just be like saying five, like he's like oh my god five, like that kind of thing. Because you, you see like yeah, he makes an no, F or a V or something with his mouth. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what I don't know. Maybe it says five. Yeah, because it's a five dollar bill. But uh, IMDb, of course, it's just going to be some other turds. Oh. Right. Yeah, I think that's what he says. It's not a bunch of dorks like us. I think right. that's what he says. You're right. I think he says half of it's for me. He's like, yeah, five. Yeah. I Thank think you, Mister Mortimer. We said last time like, we quote uh, him constantly with this. Maybe I'll go to the movies by myself. I and I constantly, I, I quote this just, he's got two lines in this movie and both of them are eminently quotable. Yeah, they are. And, and both of them, both of them are fireable offenses in his situation. That is true. Yeah. Luckily they are, I guess they are so taken with the generosity that they are bestowing upon Ezra yeah. that they don't even notice that, yeah. uh, it they're is pulling not, themselves there. Yeah. Their generosity. Right. You know, Dan, you mentioned the uh, you mentioned the the kind of caricatures of uh, rich white people and stuff. Like Lewis comes oh. in, he's talking to his buddies, and there's like you know the one guy Todd, he's smoking a pipe. Like mm. half of them have three piece suits and stuff. These are all things yeah. that I feel like now these same characters might be doing as like affects, like trying to look like rich people or something. Like they might like oh my dad used to smoke a pipe, so I'll smoke a pipe. But I feel like these guys. In 1983, this was kind of like this is this wasn't a caricature. This was like legit. This is what they would actually be doing and looking like and dressing like. Well, and, who's from, yeah. you're the one that's from over there. You're from Connecticut. Yeah, but I didn't run with these people. Yeah, but you've been to the. You would go to those parties and you would go I to the country so. clubs and you would wear blue blazers with khaki pants once or twice. But I'd be well, I mouthing people, it, mouthing things behind people's backs like five and. Asshole. Hey, look at this. This can help us from talking over each other. Oh, Mike We're didn't raise a hand. Can, I'm lower. I'm raising a hand like I'm in a meeting. <laughs> I'm going to ignore that. Yeah, we'll lower. just ignore it. Yeah, just <laughs> yes, ignore it. Say what I want to say. Exactly yeah. like they do in the meetings. Uh, That's right. <laughs> the, well, you know, a you know, rich guy, like like now, if someone wanted to caricaturize a rich person, I think it would be more in the kind of like um, hoodie – it, it might be more of like the mm. tech billionaire, you know what I mean? Yeah, like no, that's very now, true. Now, like the rich person is like a, a bit more of a quirky Elon Musk type uh, character versus yeah. a, a, like a, a stuffy. These aren't I liked your daddy's rich when it was stuffy. I like Wait, stuffy you... rich. I don't stuffy... like this mix of things. They yeah, I don't want people who could be looking like me, but they're actually filthy rich. That that doesn't that makes me feel weird. I got to say, I'm, it's taking us so long to record these that what I like you bring up like Elon Musk and stuff. What if he has either died or done something hideously criminally horrible? And we're just kind of blithely mentioning him now. That's going to be in the back of my head as we it do this. Matter. Oh, when I guess in a year matter. or two when this finally. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter. All right. This is a this is a grand experiment now. I've decided. This is but speaking of grand experiment. Sometimes I wonder what if what ha- what if something happens to Nelson Mandela by the time people hear this. I know. <laughs> I know. Really? Yeah. 
That'd be you might get, a, you well might get out of jail right soon. Now, uh, yeah. and, uh, and governing yeah. uh, South Africa. <laughs> what yeah. if happens, something know. happens to Jeffrey Epstein? What if he gets mixed up in something? That'd be weird. <laughs> All right. Yeah, but it would look bad for me, certainly. <laughs> I know. Yeah. yeah. We'll see. <laughs> I won't be invited to that island anymore. I got a. I got an invite in two months. Let's not ruin the good thing we got going. <laughs> yeah, don't ruin it, right? That's why we can't get anything. <laughs> yeah. They have no internet there. That's why I can't get anything recorded. Yeah. I know. That's why it's taking us so long. <laughs> hey, um, it turns out that uh, squash today is no good for the eradicator. I don't know what that means. Lewis, you don't know what that means? Lewis gets invited to play squash. They need a fourth squash. Oh, I thought you were talking about something you had going on. Yes, yeah, so no. did I. That's oh, really? I we're talking about yeah, trading plate. We're talking about Normally, when we say plate. something is no good for the eradicator, we're talking about our own schedules. Yeah. That is true. That's Great why it's taken us this long. Ball. Saturday yeah. has been no good for the eradicator for months now. Yeah, it's not been um, good for the eradicator. But do you see the dynamic at this table? They show the hole when he comes up. Yeah. And. Uh, he says, "Well, it's not luck." When he said, "Well, good," he goes, "I'm go- I can't do squash. You know, that's no good for the eradicator because I'm having dinner with Penelope." Mm-hmm. And then they're like, "Good luck, Lewis." And he goes, "It's not about. It's has nothing to do with luck." It's, and he looks at Todd. Todd. And he looks at Todd. Yeah. So he knows that. So that now you know that Todd has always been pur- pursuing her. Yeah. yeah. He gives a little look when he says that he's got dinner with yeah. her. Yeah. Setting that up and for it, later. Yeah, it uh-huh. sets up everything and just that one thing. So, you know, Todd has always been after her. He has mm-hmm. won her. Lewis is on top. <clears throat> this is one of those situations where the expositional dialogue is there for a purpose, but you know, but it also defies logic when you think it through a little bit. And I've oh, always, I, I get a little hung up on things like this at times I'm watching movies. First of all, he can't play squash, I guess, evening squash. Uh, <laughs> right, that's what I was wondering. Okay, yeah. fine. It sounds like you're playing fine. in like that's, an hour or something. That's reasonable. But he can't. He's got dinner plans. Yeah, and he's like, I can't play squash because I'm having dinner with Penelope, who is his girlfriend. Right. I mean, or at least, yes. there's, yeah. I, and I think pretty established. Yeah, his girlfriend. They could say, you know uh, what? Eat your own no, damn dinner tonight. You, I'm going to play squash with the boys. No one would ever say, "Lucky you." about you're having dinner with your girlfriend. You can't do it, you're having dinner with your girlfriend. They might say lucky you about the restaurant you're going to or something yeah. like that, but no one's gonna go, yes. oh, lucky you, you, you get to have dinner with your girlfriend. It's a little bit of a weird thing to say, but they need to set up the exposition. This happens later too, because they go through the payroll checks. And it's like, why is a guy in that position managing the payroll checks? It doesn't make any sense. But they and have why to are do they? It. Are they going to sign like hundreds of checks by hand? Is that what's They're going like, on right there? Uh, work, 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 <laughs> work, work. <laughs> rump. Didn't get a rump. Didn't get a rump out of that guy. Right. Yeah, all they do is sign. St- I want a job like that where I'm at so high up at a company. And all I'm doing is signing everyone else's checks. Yeah. And for yeah. that, I get a check. Who signs my check? I have no idea. Yeah. I'll get this guy over here. Ezra, I'll give you five bucks to sign my check. Ezra signs it. Um, I will say, though, I guess maybe the, uh, I get what you're saying, but maybe the Penelope thing, maybe it just sets up her. We haven't met her yet. We've seen pictures of her, I guess, but we haven't Ooh. seen her yet. And uh, maybe that's, oh, lucky you. Although you're right. She, he, they no, they know that he's that's dating her. Girlfriend, right? It's not like, oh, I happen to have asked this woman out. She said, yes. Oh, lucky right. you. But right. No, it's already his girlfriend. Like, it's so already it's my like, girlfriend. So no yeah, one would ever right. say that. This but no, I, but you're right. No, I, but you know what, though, to doing. your point, maybe he, maybe that one guy that said lucky was the instigator because he's saying, oh, you got lucky because oh. you got her away from from Todd. Uh. Sort of needling Todd. He's, he's sticking bit. Todd in the maybe. ass with the with the poker. Yeah, he's yeah. at least poking the situation. That's an interesting no. take because it wasn't no. Todd who says that. Yeah, right. Right. He's kind of silent after that initial. Uh, yeah, it kind of gives him a little look, a little like uh, touche kind of. 
eyebrow no, there's raise. No, there's no touche yeah. there. Like oh, no, no, there's a little like, uh, you know, uh, 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 gentlemanly uh, sparring silence. Right. Well yeah. played. Well played. Um, you mentioned, Dan, that uh, shot of Lewis. It's almost unnecessary, and it's, but I'm glad it's there. That shot of him walking across the whole club, you pass the Christmas tree, you pass the, the Mount Rushmore of rich men and stuff until he gets ah. to the Dukes. Uh, I like that shot. It's, it's, it's kind of unnecessary. And but it reminds me of in the Blues Brothers, we had that weird shot where Jake and Elwood are entering Bob's Country Bunker, and you almost it seemed like they were walking too far to get just as, across the building from like the uh-huh. entrance to the bar or whatever. Yeah. Um, but it's nice. They just I just wanted like, to do a cool tracking shot, and I guess so. Yeah. And mm. I almost think it's a continuation of the shot of him walking into the club in the first place before he stops at the uh, to talk to the guys. Not that that matters at yeah, all. Yeah, it's like you're going this certain distance. You're going into the inner sanctum. So they're, they're getting this idea of in, yeah. in, in, inside, the inside, inside guys at the yeah. fancy. And you I want to see the, the kind of opulence, not opulence exactly, but the, the you know, the dark wood, you know, tanned leatherness of the place. Remind me but of here's Chicago, the question. Chicago Athletic Club, just a little right, bit. Right, but here's Go the ahead. question, though. Todd and the boys are just hanging out there as members, right? Mm-hmm. Don't you have homes? But Lewis, but Lewis is going in there as an, as for work. He's, he's going he's in on there. The, yeah. Yeah. He's on the, he's on the, right. he's, he's on, on the, the clock. clock. Yeah. So is he, well, he's also a member though. Right. So he's mm-hmm. just, okay. Yeah. It's just a weird dynamic, it is. but maybe I he's guess higher up. Uh, he is higher. I think in a way he's like flaunting every level of his advantage over these other guys. He's dating Penelope, who we also find out is uh, the Duke's whatever grandniece or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, and he gets to go across the room and talk to the Dukes and have a little one on one with them, even though it's about business. It's like, he's kind of establishing his, uh, reasserting his his somewhat dominance over these other guys. You know it's true. While it's fleeting, Dan seems very confused, but he knows I'm right. That's the important thing. <laughs> I think he just got something stuck in his teeth. I think he does. How's it going there, Dan? What? You had something <laughs> stuck in your tooth. <laughs> He looked like you were. You, Tom, Tom thought you were not agreeing with him. Yeah, I thought I, I, said, I think very badly got, upset you. No, I wasn't disagreeing. I, I did have something in my tooth, and I just got an important message from somebody, so I was looking at it. I'm sorry. He's Fair got enough. He's got it's unprofessional. Lewis's dominance, etc., etc. At least two of these guys, Todd included, I recognize from almost everything. Todd, I looked up because he has a name, so you can look him up. He's played by Robert Curtis Brown, and he has 175 acting credits on IMDb. Oh. And I just, oh. I don't even want to name any of them. They're just like, you know, oh, he's on TV, oh, he's on things. He just shows up all the time. And all of them as a I smug, think, rich guy. Hey, that's Todd. Mm-hmm. Kind of. I wouldn't be surprised, yeah. Mm-hmm. And the uh, the guy, the hmm, hmm, hmm guy who gives him the side glance mm-hmm. as he leaves. What about him? He's in everything, too. Yeah. I don't know his name because I can't look him up. I don't know the character's no. name. Right. Sorry. Rump. Sign the payroll checks. That's got to come up later. Huh? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Well, now we're going to get to the, we're going to uncover something in the next minute. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. This is all happening for a reason. Mr. Beeks. Don't doubt that. Mr. Beeks. Mr. Beeks. Um, Check. should we do trivia? No. Oh, I guess we should. What? We have to do it now. Sure. Yeah, I, mean, I, I activated trivia. Music's so playing right now, so we have to do it. Yeah. Um, I, this is more, listeners, I assume, are listening, you know, week to week as we do these, so... Uh, this is more a reminder for the hosts who have months between episodes. Uh, we are using the uh, 
Hollywood Flicks or Hollywood Fucks, however you want to. Hollywood Fucks, yeah. Tracy Flick. <laughs> Trivia Speaking of great movies. Little expansion pack. Uh, we've got five uh, uh, movie questions here. This is published in the year 1989, so that gives you some context. Hey, everybody, it's Tom Taylor from the future, or at least the more recent past than these episodes. Uh, we said earlier we weren't going to talk uh, very much about how long it sometimes is between the times we uh, record these things, but I noticed as I was editing that between episodes uh, minute 11 and minute 12, uh, we had the exact same two trivia cards, and none of us remembered in minute 12 that we had had them in minute 11. So we are going to play for you now the minute 11 versions, which you probably just heard last week or something, or wherever you listened, uh, followed by the minute 12 version. And I think you will be stunned, pleased, and embarrassed by the similarities. Okay, first, here is the first question from minute 11. What car company lays off Mr. Mom? <laughs> That's oh, a stupid, uh, a silly it's... question. Well, is that's it, it's it's, it's gung ho is the movie. Gung ho. No, was, no they're laid off no, by no, an American. Mr. Mom. Oh, I think they're asking right. about the movie, Mister Mom. Movie. Oh, I, think. I thought they movie were Mr. saying Mister Mom, Mom in quotes. My, my head right. went to gung ho right away too. Yeah. That's funny. And Michael. But, okay, but my mind went to: Is it going to be a foreign car company, and it's no, a commentary it's on foreign car companies in America or something, no. or is it going to no, be an American company, and it's a commentary on the American auto industry? Let's say let's let's just go with General Motors. That sounds like a really good answer, and it's Ford. Sorry. And now the same question from minute 12. Uh, what car company lays off Mr. Mom? Boy, is that an 80s question. Holy That's smokes. a great question. The Michael Keaton and the Mr. Is Mr. Mom good? I don't remember I it. I saw it in the theater I remember, I saw it when it came out, times. and... I may have even seen it twice. Those were the days you're like, let's go see Tootsie again. I'm 12. Let's go see Tootsie. <laughs> wow. So I don't know. Maybe. One of those movies it's got about... Martin Mull. It's got uh, Terry Garr. What could possibly be I wrong? like Martin Mull. I like Terry Garr, and I love Michael Keaton. It's got the science fiction premise of a man doing a woman's work in the home. Well, that's what's hilarious about this movie. <laughs> They're like, get this. <laughs> doing a pitch. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So the, no, the, the producer's there. Out. He's Here like, all right, give me the elevator pitch. He's like, okay. <laughs> now imagine. It's like a family. Yeah. Someone taking care of the kids, but get this. It's the guy. <laughs> Just picture the marquee. Crazy. Mr. Mom. He tries to cook you know dinner that's crazy nut. <laughs> He's got an apron on. Do you understand He's got the a wooden spoon this in one do? hand and a diaper in the other. Do you understand the damage Mom. this could do to social norms? <laughs> I blame Mr. Mom. Now there's Mr. Moms running around everywhere. You know what I'm talking about, guys? Yeah. Uh, way to go, Mr. Mom. <laughs> the whole woke movement was started by Mr. Mom. <laughs> there's a Mr. Mom emoji now. Yeah, <laughs> and all because of what car company laying him off i think it takes place in michigan too doesn't it oh i don't know That's i think it did I, I think it was i, I think wanna, it was for a car company i want to say it was why not i want to say it was it was ford. psycho <laughs> it was psycho was it ford it or general f- motors it was ford dang so, he, it so he's in michigan ford. whenever that happens in my head though i go right my head goes right to gung-ho Oh, sure. Because yeah. it's all about cars and layoffs and Michael yeah, Keaton's and in Michael it. And Keaton. so your head yeah. and goes to Gung Ho. Yeah. Which is another movie, movie I'm now? wondering is any good. I'm wondering if <laughs> Gung Ho is any good. Is I it... think we all know. <laughs> we do? I think we all know. 
Okay. Okay, here's the next one from Minute 11. Uh, what veteran actor provided the voice for Todd in The Fox and the Hound? There's not a way on earth I'm going to know oh, this. Yeah, Mickey Rooney, who cares? God, this is an 80s card. What veteran actor provided the voice for Todd, not this Todd, uh, in The Fox and the Hound? No clue. No clue. No. It's Mickey no clue. Rooney. Who cares? Oh, my God. Mickey, Mickey Rooney. Rooney. Hardest working man in show business. Yeah. You remember his jump yeah. the shark moment? Oh. Sorry, James Brown. You're second. Silent Night, Deadly Night? I don't know. What was no, Mickey Rooney, when he started hanging out with Tammy Faye Baker and uh, Jim Baker, he would show up on all their on all their TV shows. Oh, Did really? Yeah. He was a big he was a big proponent of them. Wow. Boy, what a no, weird guy. He lived he to be a tiny. thousand, didn't he? Yeah, he's like Will like Wilford Brimley. Weird. Yeah, Mr. Mom right. took place in the in the Detroit suburbs. Makes sense. It had huh. to be. Let's let's be clear here, real quick. It's not like Wilford Brimley because the difference here is Wilford Brimley didn't <laughs> Did. actually live that long. He just looked right. old really yeah. early. Wait, yeah, he is he passed at, on? Yes. Yeah, just recently. He died at like sixty-five. Maybe a, maybe a few no. years ago, he died at sixty-five, <laughs> okay. which means when he did the natural. Oh and played God. the old grizzly he was like manager. Twenty-one years old. He was like younger than us. Yeah. Just had his first drink, and he looked oh, like a sucks. walrus already. <laughs> Why don't you go and then when he did Cocoon, where is it, which is a movie that takes place in an old folks' home. <laughs> yeah, in nineteen eighty-nine, he was yeah. like our age. I just came here to visit my dad, and they locked Wait me up. I'm right, stuck in the look old this folks' up home. Here. Wilford. <laughs> I don't need to swim in the pool with the the rock in it. I feel fine. I'm doing fine. Please let me I'm out. I know I look a little weird. <laughs> Check your blood sugar. Check it off. Do it now, you son of a bitch. <laughs> you son of a You hear <laughs> me? Check it. You hear me? Check it off. Yeah. Watch Clark. You hear me? Watch Clark. You hear me? <laughs> Watch him close. You hear me? <laughs> um, Love Wilford Brilliant. Go ahead. Uh, what movie cast Rodney Dangerfield as Thornton Mellon, owner of the tall and fat oh. clothing chain? That's yeah, back to school, my back friend. Back to school. You're short which... and ugly. Play. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're tall and fat. Play at the Darien Playhouse for about a year and a half. I love that movie. Yeah. yeah. That'd be a good one to do, too. You're a melon. <laughs> Shakespeare for everybody. What do you charge for big cars? And another thing, Vonnegut. Okay, what movie cast... Oh, this we're never going to get this. What movie cast Rodney Dangerfield as Thornton Mellon, owner of the tall and fat clothing chain? Well, you're short and what? stupid. You're short and stupid. You're a melon. What movie? What movie Keith cast Mike. Rodney Dangerfield as Thornton Mellon, owner of the Tall and Fat Clothing Chain, father to Keith Gordon? Yeah, I'm not even going to answer that. Doer of the Triple Lindy. That's the last movie they played at the Darien Playhouse in my hometown, and they left the M. M. poster up for about seven years. Emmett Walsh is in there. Emmett Walsh. Wait, is he? Uh, isn't he the swim coach? The oh, you're absolutely coach? right. He is. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and he's still with us, Emmett Walsh. And still yeah, acting. Uh, we talked about this before. He's the oldest fat guy. I, I don't think, think that's true. I think he died no. in the, like the last couple of years. No, yeah. I don't think so. Are you now? Are you thinking with the mind of when this is going to air, or are you thinking oh, about right now? Yeah, as see, long, he died about ten years ago. Then, okay, uh, no, <laughs> <laughs> maybe fifteen years ago. We'll see. Okay, we'll see okay. when we get these Give out. Us another question. Uh, we know what. The, what just for just for posterity, uh, that's back <clears throat> to school. That is back to school. Of course, okay. did we never say? Yeah, back no, to we school. We never said it. Yeah. Starring Easy Ned Beatty and Sally Kellerman. Easy money. What 1985 movie failed to win any of the 11 Oscars it was nominated for? That's an interesting question. Marty. 
Marty? It's probably not Marty. Marty. It might be Stripes. Might Day, be a Capricorn. Like Days of Heaven or eighty five. What's that? Days 80? of Heaven was earlier than that. Eighty five. Yeah, seventies. Eighty five is out of Marty. Africa. I'm gonna say out of Africa. Just yeah, out of Africa. Didn't we, didn't we have it a little while right. ago? That's got to be. Oh, out of it's the color purple. Look at that. Close. Oh, take that. It is a, Oprah. not that great of a movie. I have to say. What? <laughs> what? Nineteen eighty-five movie failed to win any of the eleven Oscars it was nominated for? Marty. Probably Back to School, right? No, uh, no, but, uh, out of Africa. Nineteen eighty-five movie. That's an excellent guess, but that is not the right answer. Okay. Uh, Nineteen eighty-five movie. No one's gonna know. Mm. It is the color purple. Oh yeah, which I have still never seen. Yeah, it's a little. Uh, people know. like it. It's a little. Uh, I don't know, maudlin or something. I Should imagine be. being a little obvious or something. It's a little, a little maudlin, too a little hit you over the head. I think safely right, dramatic or Oscar something. Oscar bait all the way, man. Be Oscar careful. bait. That's. All I mean, that's that's the, the term that. Uh, yeah, that that covers all of it. They're looking for Oscar. one must wait while the Oscar baits. Gosh, for. <laughs> Wow, that's from, uh, uh, that's from uh, History of the World. One must wait while the master baits. I think Mike oh. has seen five movies. I think he has seen History of the World. <laughs> he knows one. them really I think well. He's seen Raising Arizona. Yeah, right. I think he's seen Stripes. Oddly, he's never seen Caddyshack. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Everything else, I'm watching one minute at a time as we go through this. What Ooh. does Farmer Vincent? Oh my gosh, I quote this all the time, and I've seen this movie once. Mm-hmm. What does Farmer Vincent fatten up his human victims with before smoking them in Motel Hell? I actually don't I know the answer to this, but I quote this, this movie one. all the time. It takes all kinds of critters to make Farmer Vincent fritters. Oh my goodness. Tom. I don't even know what this movie is. It's like I a stupid horror movie. And it's uh, a Soylent Green. Mm. That's made is, of people. The answer is cattle feed. Here's a movie that I've seen once, but I quote it all the time for some reason. What Ooh. does Farmer Vincent fatten up his human victims with before smoking them in Motel Hell? Um, I didn't know the answer to this, but now I do because I looked no. at the card. Cattle feed. Mm-hmm. It takes all kinds of critters to make Farmer Vincent fritters. I say that all the time. All right, then. Well, uh, finally. Yeah, similar to Mike, you only speak in movie quotes. That is true. But, you, yeah, you, but, if, I, but if I have, you have a so many range movie quotes to, in your head... Yeah. That like at, at, at that for any situation you simply can roll a dex go through and just be like well mm-hmm. many shoves and zools were roasted to the depths of the floor of that deck I can tell you <laughs> yes have some yeah <laughs> all right go ahead I'll be waiting I'll be waiting what 1985 Oscar nominee centers on two black women falling in love mm. is that gonna be color uh, purple again color purple I'm dead I'm serious thinking. it is the color purple what the hell's going on. <laughs> I remember that part. Those three color purple uh, uh, questions and two cards. Uh, that, there's no other colors. Uh, what 1985 Oscar nominee centers on two black women falling in love? <laughs> Thelma purple. and Louise. Color, no, purple, uh, color purple. That is, again, the color purple. I hate that. They put on the same card. That is uh, kind of cheap. And that was the whole card? That was the whole card. Right, do you want to do us, another one or was us, that trivia? Give us one more card. One more think? card. Okay, here we go. And if there's a question that's where the answer is from the earlier in the card, just fucking skip it. Who played Sophia in The Color Purple? I don't know the movie that well. It's either got to be Whoopi Goldberg Oprah or Oprah Winfrey. Or, Oprah Winfrey. or so, wait, Sophia. Whoopi Goldberg, I guess. 
Dan says Whoopi Goldberg. Mike says Oprah Winfrey. The point goes to Mike. Oprah Winfrey. Uh, I said well either done, one. Mike. I didn't say Oprah. Oh, did you? I just mentioned oh, her name. Just yeah. take the point, will you? Jesus Christ, who played Sophia in The Color Purple? This is a new card. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oprah Winfrey. Oprah Winfrey, okay. Oh, what movie studio does the title character turn up in in Pee-wee's Big Adventure? What? Don't remember in Pee-wee's Big Adventure, there's a big uh, climactic uh, mayhem at the end of the movie. That's got to be Warner. Uh, Warner Brothers? I want to say Warner Brothers. Yeah, that's yeah Warner Brothers. Right? Warner Brothers? Yeah. It is Warner that's Brothers. And it had what's-his-name playing him? Big a, big guy in the um, late 80s, <laughs> early 90s. James no, the guy. Was it? That wasn't James Brolin. Yeah. Was it? And uh, then it was. who was playing the? It was what's her name? Uh, the blonde. Um, yeah. Um, um, uh, Morgan. Morgan Fairchild. Is that her name? Morgan is Morgan Fairchild. Yeah, she played. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Dottie. Dottie. Yeah. Gosh, that's a good movie. Beijing Mr. Herman. That is yeah. a good movie. That is really Beijing good. Beijing Mr. Herman. <laughs> <laughs> the, the front desk. 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 Front desk. Beijing Mr. Herman. <laughs> Yeah, the best line of that is you have something to share with the rest of us, Amazing Larry. <laughs> That's a good example. You, you watch the bonus stuff on that, and you find out there was a scene about Amazing Larry before that scene, and that would have ruined it. Like, you would have seen, like, Amazing Larry, like, deciding to, like, get that wig or something and have a mohawk. Yeah. It's random. Like, no, 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 no. You just beautiful. want Amazing Larry or some weirdo in the thing. Is this something you'd like to share with us, Amazing Larry? Hey. <laughs> Uh, what movie studio does the title character turn up in in Pee Wee's Big Adventure? Universal. So, oh, it's, uh, it's, what it, it's Warner it's Brothers. Universal. I'm gonna go. I, I don't know. That's no, Warner Brothers. I thought it is Warner Brothers. Oh, okay. Because yeah. it's in the when they, he's watching the the opening credits for the his movie. Uh, what Woody Allen movie opens with Harry James blowing a version of the Flight of the Bumblebee? Stripes. I don't know what that. Means. It's probably it's either Stripes or um, Clockwork Orange. I'm gonna say Clockwork Orange. No, wait Woody a minute. Allen. So this wait, is wait, so this wait, has got to be what, one of what it. movie? Wait, I'm what, sorry. Woody Allen movie. Okay. Opens with Harry James blowing a version of Flight of the Bumblebee. Uh, Broadway Danny Rose ra uh, Radio Days Radio Days well oh, done oh yeah there you go well done well makes that sense movie. that's a good movie Radio Days yeah. that is a good got movie got Marge Simpson in it um, what Woody Allen movie mm -hmm. opens with Harry James blowing a version of The Flight of the Bumblebee what if Woody Allen did something upsetting in the next Seven yeah. years before we hear this, I think he's done. My, my, he's my done doing those upsetting things. He does. He does that. I know the flight of the bumblebee thing. God damn! This but is, is it on his clarinet? Question. Is that what you're talking about? I guess so. Because he's or he's no, he's doing this thing. That thing. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. I, I, I mean, if we knew who Harry James was, I'm it's sure old, he is old either old a and saxophonist, trombonist, no, 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 clarinetist. It's, a, it's. I think he's doing it with his mouth. Broadway Danny Rose? Sure. I think that's an excellent Danny guess Rose. given the era and uh, no, it is Radio Days. Oh, that makes Radio sense. Days is a good movie. Yeah. I that's a good it movie. I've, it's got, it's got uh, Marge Simpson in it. Yeah. It Julie does. Kavner. Julie Kavner. Yeah. Uh, what movie centers on three actors who think they've been hired to put on a show in Santo Poco? Oh, oh I have not amigos. seen this movie. Is that Three Amigos? Three Amigos, yeah. I knew that without oh. even having seen the movie. Is should I see right? that? Is that a good movie? I, is, I right. haven't seen it in a long time. Yeah, should I go back to that? I saw it when it first came out. 
Let's all funny. before next minute. Let's all watch uh, Three Amigos, it, and we'll come it, back. It with seems a like one of those movies that it has all these stars and like should be good, but then that's John Landis. Reason right? we don't talk about it. Yeah, it's not a great and, movie. It's just it's, all right, but it might it's be fun. Funny. It's pleasant. not fun. It's pleasant. Uh, what movie centers on three actors who think they've been hired to put on a show in oh, that, Santo Paco? It's, uh, it's the Three Amigos. Three, three amigos, amigos, which I've still never seen. Yeah, let's watch uh, it and then get back to each other, Tom, because I've been meaning to all. Yeah. Oh, that'll let's be nice. watch it for the next time we record. That's three not amigos. that good. It's a deal. We've got that's about seven years good. to do it. I, I, I don't remember understand, it but I want it to could, be. Good. But it's like with those actors, you feel like it's going to have its moments, right? Yeah, exactly. Moment, that we have yeah. some sort of residual charm. The great Martin yeah. Short. Uh, what 1985 movie did Akira Kurosawa call his life work? That was the Seven uh, Samurai. Dr- dreams. I think you're both wrong. I think it is. Oh, I'm correct. It is Ran or Ron. Oh, Ron. Whatever. Yeah. Ron. Well, that's a uh, Shakespeare. Adaptation. Isn't that a King Lear kind of thing? King Lear or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah. One of, them, one of them kings. Yeah. <laughs> what 1985 movie did Akira Kurosawa call his life work? Dreams. This is one of those that, movies you just have to remember what it's not Kira, Seven Samurai. Kurosawa movie came out in 85. Dreams. Well, that was later, yeah, because Seven it Samurai was, was way earlier. That was way earlier. It was like yeah, the 60s was, or something. Yeah. Uh, Ron. The answer is Ron. Oh, it's which not I believe dreams. Is based on no. Ron is Shakespeare, right? That I think it's King Lear, isn't it? I thought Ron was a different Shakespeare. He no, I don't, I don't know. I'm making Throne that of up. Blood was Macbeth. Okay. Anyway, and Damn Rashomon it. was that episode of uh, All in the Family. Rashomon was yeah. when in different strokes when <laughs> they were. Yeah, that <laughs> it was, was the, based the, on the, different strokes. That was when Dudley got touched. <laughs> That was oh, the last episode yeah. of All in the Family with, uh, you know, they either see him as like a huge afro uh, militant black man or like a kind of step and fetch it kind of uh, right. humble dude. And yeah. Right. Okay. Or right. if somebody like made a, made just a. I can't a, believe I missed a, that. A, a, what if somebody sorry, just made man. like a, um, a cinema very masterpiece and they ask him, where'd you, where'd you get this from? <laughs> well, I was inspired. This is a direct inspiration from the episode of Different Strokes. <laughs> When Dudley got got molested, yeah, inspired by Gordon fake Jump events. touched him. And if you look here, uh, there, there's a different, there's a there's a, a gullop uh, a sequence. Deep oh, in the you said gullop. Yeah. That's the magic word. Now Mike's ready to gullop, quit. gullop, gullop. No, I don't uh, mind it. Tom's the one. Tom's <laughs> the one that's sickened by it. Oh, yeah, I thought Dan. I thought We're it was you. Oh, that's right. It's because I'm I'm confusing with your misophonia. Whereas no. whereas Tom has <laughs> a much like more you would think gullop would mess him up gullop. with his misophonia. Right. It's the worst of both worlds. For anyone who doesn't remember, we're talking about the episode of Different Strokes where oh. was his name Sam? Was that the kid? Yeah, you might want to. Sam, yeah, but, and he does yeah. the gallops. Do you remember one, what episode? Because you're the savant with this. What episode I did we don't. discuss? Oh, that? it might be 21. It might be episode 21. Uh, the maybe you'll insert that here when episode we talked about 21. That's right. the racial overtones of that scene. I think I won't insert it, insert it here. I think I will just tell people to go listen to Caddyshack Minute 21. Yeah, I mean, I mean we don't want to play favorites, but episode 21 is clearly the best episode. Of, it's an excellent uh, minute. Of, uh, no, we'll never reach that those heights again. Oh, I don't know. We'll see. What uh, what thirty five million dollar Roman Polanski picture was forced to walk the financial plank? I think that means the movie didn't do well. They're talking about oh, it's uh, Pirates, isn't? Did he make a movie That'd called Pirates, Pirates with uh, Pirates. with uh, Walter Matthau? It is Pirates. Yeah. I'd like Pirates. to point out we have Woody Allen and Roman Polanski on one card here. Nice. Give That's us a Cosby good. question. Uh, speaking of people uh, who probably haven't done anything unsavory uh, by the time we post this. What $35 million Roman Polanski picture was forced to walk the financial plank? 
there's a hint in the yeah, wording of this pirate, question. Oh, the uh, I forgot what the I forgot. Pirates Walter Matthau in that pirates. 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 Just called pirates. It's just called pirates. There was like a pirate resurgence for like 20 minutes in the 80s. It was like the pirate movie and the Pirates of Penzance movie and that movie. And surely the Pirates of the Caribbean was a franchise later. Uh, yeah, later on, yeah. And then Time Bandits had a little pirate thing Time going Bandits, oh yeah, that had some good pirate Pirates imagery. have really never gone out of style when you think about it. A little Somalia kind of did their best to make it a little <laughs> Try to weird. Bring, bring it back yeah. in the... Bring it back. Yeah, they've been, they've been big, the, big in the, the Horn of Africa for a while now. Right. But now imagine if you were a kid growing up loving pirates, and then all of a sudden you watch the news and like the pirates, mm-hmm. Somalian pirates, and you get all excited. I'm going to see a pirate. Oh, neat. And then you watch the news and you see the Somali pirates on like some little tiny rowboat shooting at the, at the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Your whole world is shattered. on the shoulder. And your whole world is. They don't do the thing just... where they where they, they jump onto the sail and put the knife in yeah. so that they, no they sail. go down the yeah. sail yeah. slower. Yeah. 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 No it's sail at same. all. It just looked like a, a yeah. boat that you, you you for trawling shrimp. <laughs> right. But that shrimp is ours now. No. Um, well, that was trivia. Oh, thank you. Good job, everybody. All right, let's wrap this thing up. Boom. Well, wait all a right. minute. Wait, wait. Oh. Tom and I saw Tom and I saw each other a couple oh, weeks ago. Oh, you kidding me? We should report on that. Yeah, What'd we you went do? To the Neil, we went to the Neil Hamburger show at the oh, hideout. So I the original the hideout. So the, I miss it so much. <laughs> So that show was was before you had a ticket, Dan. You were coming in. Ugh. We it was before COVID, and That's it was right. canceled. I got right. wiped it was out re- by COVID. No. Yeah. Did so. I ever show you guys my Neil Hamburger postcard? No, no I don't think so. During COVID, somebody told me about how if you if you uh, mail Neil Hamburger ten dollars, <laughs> yeah, that he'll just send you a personalized postcard. Wow. Let me go grab it. Um, All right. Because I want right. to read it to you, and I'll show it to All you, right. and I'll just describe it. Dan's uh, taking us here. on a tour of his apartment. A little tour here. I <laughs> <a> little <laughs> what? I should say that was my. I, I you guys had mentioned Neil Hamburger on the show a bunch of times, and but but seeing him with Mike was my like. Mm-hmm. Well, have you ever seen uh, introduction to him? Right. Have you ever seen like the the Tim and Eric show? Tim Heidecker. No, I kind of missed that whole thing. Or on cinema right. at the cinema. Yeah, he Unbelievable. was. So the guy good. who okay. plays him is was is 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 on that show. Greg yeah. Turkington. And yeah, and, and, he's an and Neil Hamburger used to yeah. be on the the Tim and Eric show. Okay. As well, so it's like anti comedy. Is kind mm-hmm. of what it is, like uncomfortable. No wonder I didn't laugh. Oh, it's, oh yeah. Like, on no, cinema no, at the cinema is is. <laughs> no. Sometimes I think maybe on cinema at the cinema is like the, it's like operating in an entirely different level it's it's like better comedy yeah. than 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 anyone's ever been able to produce kind of level well, shit. yeah because it's just the like, best. Up. it is meant to be funny but it's just sort of constantly funny mm-hmm. yeah instead of and, and it's just so weird and greg turkington's character is so fantastic and then they yeah. have a universe that they've created which extends mm. outward into other projects wow yeah and then they do a four-hour trial Shot in exactly like the way you would shot it. Shot 100% seriously. Shot exactly like you would shoot on uh, court TV. A long mm-hmm. extended trial, and it, it's four hours long, <laughs> and it has moments of like total dead. It's de- it just it's like the, the still camera in the courtroom while nobody says anything. And people They're just like, walking around. People walking yeah, around, but they made paper. it totally like realistic. And then every once in a while, Tim Heidecker <laughs> has to testify, and it's completely insane. <laughs> it's just so funny. It's the greatest yeah. thing in the world. Wow. Yeah, I, I just I can't that. recommend it ha- highly enough. All right, I got the postcard. 
Okay. It's a, you, as you can see, it's um the, the John F. Kennedy oh. grave site. Wow. With a little insert of John F. Kennedy. It's yeah. Like a, a nice sort of yeah. old, it's kind of a vintage postcard. Yeah. And it's the grave of John F. Kennedy, uh, you know, freshly, freshly created maybe even. And then um, the back perhaps. says, dear Gerald, a grave is not a suitable subject for a picture postcard. <laughs> Would much prefer a spectacular bridge or local oxen or ladies on the beach. Sorry if this morbid souvenir has ruined your day. <laughs> Kindly, Neil Hamburger. That's beautiful. Beautiful. <clears throat> I was so I happy that. when I got it. I had some sent to friends and stuff. Still yeah. to this day, my uh, still to this day, my timer uh, a timer alarm and uh, phone alarm phone ringing phone ringtone when I uh, get a call. Ready? No, wait. Yeah. Ready? Mm-hmm. It's good. Oh, that's my life. <laughs> that's my life. Oh, that's my life. <laughs> that's the ringtone. Just repeats that. <laughs> I love Neil Hamburg. Anyway. God. Anyway. Oh, legendary. boy. Beautiful. Great stuff. Good job. Everybody yeah. call it. Let's call Captain it. Captain America. Let's no call one. it. We've done it. We've Let's done Men of 12 to death. Mark. Campbell. Um, we'll find Great out uh, next time uh, if they really have to sign hundreds of checks, uh, if there's anybody suspicious or interesting in that pile yeah. of checks. And who's going to win in this movie? The blacks or the whites? Let's find out. I got my money on Ezra. Oh, I got five bucks on Ezra. All right. Legendary. All right. The legendary. Legendary Trading Places Minute. Good. Uh, thanks everybody for listening and uh, please uh, find us right here where you found us this time uh, but next time for minute 13 of Trading Places here on the Trading Places Minute It was a stone groove my man you are the most righteous yeah right just get the fuck out man let's go shit